0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, May 20th. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Democrats want fingerprints on USMCA. McConnell, Speaker Pelosi key to a trade deal. And could Japan B faction point to an agreement? Democrats remain an obstacle to the USMCA. US tariffs on Canadian and Mexican steel have been lifted, removing a key barrier to USMCA ratification but Democrats are still nowhere close to ready to fully support the Trump administration's new North American trade pact. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York said there are still many other issues that are outstanding before Democrats would support the USMCA. Many Democrats, including House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, still demanding changes be made to USMCA to add enforcement measures for Mexican labor reform and reverse an agreement by Mexico and Canada to extend patents for biologic pharmaceutical drugs to 10 years. Lighthizer struggling to address Democrats' concerns. A Democrat on the House Ways and Means Committee, Wisconsin Representative Ron Kind, says his colleagues will insist on some changes to the body of the agreement. Side letters won't be enough, he said. Kind said, realistically, when was the last time we saw a trade agreement come through without giving the chance to members to get their fingerprints on it and do some tweaking and reform to the body of the agreement? U.S. Trade Representative Bob Leinheiser has been listening to feedback but has been frustrated with a wide array of Democratic concerns and members still on the fence about the deal. Kine said, we're still collecting information within the caucus as far as where members are, what concerns are, and how best we can address those concerns. Lighthizer is expected to meet with a group of centrist Democrats today. Now keep in mind, we should get a better read on how Democrats are feeling about the USMCA at a House Ways and Means hearing this Wednesday on the enforcement issue. The witnesses will include labor representatives as well as an executive with agribusiness giant Cargill Incorporated. McConnell, USMCA will pass Senate easily. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says Nancy Pelosi is the key to getting USMCA through Congress. In an open mic interview with Agripulse, McConnell said if she gives it a vote and it passes the House, it will pass the Senate easily. In the interview, McConnell said he's intent on getting a deal done on disaster aid this week ahead of the week-long congressional recess. McConnell also says the aid bill is way overdue and expresses frustration with the impasse over spending for Puerto Rico that has kept the bill stalled in the Senate for weeks. McConnell also talks about a range of other issues, including climate change, industrial hemp, and infrastructure. It's on this week's Open Mic interview, available at agripulse.com. Also, for more on the state of play with the disaster aid bill and the trade assistance package it's pending with USDA, check out our Washington Week Ahead. Japan opens up to more U.S. beef. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue came back from Japan last week with a big win for U.S. cattle producers. Japan agreed that it will no longer require that beef it buys from the U.S. come from cattle that were less than 30 months old at the time of slaughter. The removal of the age limit is expected to result in U.S. exporters being able to sell a wider variety of products to Japan, as well as increase sales by up to $200 million annually. Purdue said the agreement, which was stuck after he met with Japanese officials on the sidelines of a G20 ministerial meeting. Senator Jerry Moran of Kansas says he hopes that Japanese action lays the groundwork for a trade agreement with Japan that levels the playing field on tariffs for U.S. beef, wheat and other commodities. But Senator John Tester, a Montana Democrat, needled the Trump administration for pulling out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which also included Japan. He said this is a critical step in the right direction because we should be opening up foreign markets, not damaging long-standing trade alliances. Deer forecast slower production. and a fresh sign of weakness in the farm economy, Deer & Company is reducing production of farm equipment. The company said in issuing its quarterly report Friday that it anticipates production levels to be below retail sales the second half of the year. CEO Samuel Allen said softening conditions in the agricultural sector have led the company to make a more cautious approach for the year. Deere's net income dropped to $1.13 billion in the latest quarter from $1.2 billion for the same period a year ago. Overall, U.S. equipment sales recently have been mixed, that according to the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Tractor sales grew 12%, but combines saw a 4.2% drop from this time just one year ago. Organic sales up 6%. Sales of organic food and other products hit $52.5 billion in 2018. That was an increase of 6.3% from the year before. It marked the first time organic sales have topped $50 billion. Sales of organic foods totaling $47.9 billion, an increase of 5.9%, that according to the latest data from the Organic Trade Association. Sales of organic fruits and vegetables, which account for more than one-third of the organic foods market, rose 5.6% to $17.4 billion. About 15% of all fruits and vegetables sold now are organic. About 6% of all foods sold in the U.S. is now organic. The Organic Trade Association is holding its annual meeting in Washington starting today. Vilsack tours Iowa ethanol plant with New York City Mayor. He's almost certainly one of the longer shots in the Democratic presidential race, but New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio went out of his way to make a play for rural voters in Iowa with his first campaign stop. De Blasio toured a poet ethanol plant in north-central Iowa with Tom Vilsack the previous agriculture secretary and former Iowa governor. Vilsack, who is now president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, said de Blasio's choice of campaign stops was, quote, a smart move. Sources familiar with the matter say this is the first stop at an ethanol plant Vilsack has made with a presidential candidate this year, but that Vilsack wants to provide advice to any candidate he can. De Blasio announced his presidential campaign last Thursday. Here's today's They Said It. Beef, it's what's for dinner in Japan. That's Senator Ben Sass of Nebraska in a press release and Senator John Thune of South Dakota on Twitter responding to Japan's removal of restrictions on U.S. beef imports. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, May 20th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.